All right, uh, Brother X, uh, people want to know about you. You know, what give you the uh, right to talk about the different things in the black community? Yes, I was, uh, uh, well, first I want to thank you for, again, having me uh, again and, and talking to your audience. It's important for a particular perspective to be uh, given to the masses so that that uh, political perspective is not lost on our people, and that's what I represent. Uh, it, uh, I would call myself the, the chief uh, distributor of black nationalistic philosophy. And so I joined the conscious movement or and or the struggle uh, of subjugated peoples, most specifically black people, uh, on their quest for freedom in 2015. I joined the uh, local organizing committee, Justice Else, championed by Minister Louis Farrakhan, the Nation of Islam, and a year of uh, just being a participant uh, of being a server of the people, and just trying to help and learn and and communicate and unify uh, different groups together. Uh, after about a year and a half, I became uh, chief uh, chief component mm-hmm. of uh, the LLC, as we were called, mm-hmm. uh, lead organizer. Mm-hmm. So you and, grew you um, grew up you grew up here. In Albany? No, I, I was born here in Albany. Um, I moved around quite a bit. I was an athlete. As, as I said on, on previous shows, an athlete that took me to Maryland and West Virginia. And then ultimately I came back here to Albany and mm-hmm. just kind of like living a life in, in obscurity, uh, more or less. Uh, and then again, like I, like I was saying, eventually joining the, the movement and struggle. And then uh, in that organizing time, servicing the people with uh, uh, different uh, showings of videos, of constant information, as our most efforanda I was to awaken the people about the things that were going on within the community. I started a podcast called Get Your Hand Out My Pocket. I had a Facebook page that regularly disseminated information uh, through the organizing uh, uh, efforts, uh, bringing a light, shedding a light on police brutality here in Albany, uh, which you know, which is where I'm from, an LSR Williams shooting case where he got shot in the back. Uh, also, three brothers who were beat up mercilessly uh, by police officers at Second Street. I want to say that was 2018. Mm-hmm. So those two cases kind of put us in the local limelight, if you want to say it, if you want to call it limelight, but just spotlight in terms of uh, an organization that wasn't connected to the status quo, uh, voicing a, its opinion of the masses. So uh, since then, I just try to do or uh, give political commentary to certain events that happen, whether it be locally or uh, nationally or internationally, in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? What? Just go back to. So you say you was an athlete. What kind of athlete were you? Uh, a basketball player. I'm six okay. six for, for the listening audience. I'm six six, about two hundred twenty pounds. So mm-hmm. I played basketball for uh, my younger years, uh, up until a point where I couldn't play anymore. So from ten to twenty one, I played. I still played locally, but uh, when it mattered, you know. And I was relatively successful, if you want to call it that. Fifteen hundred points in two years. Uh, you played college years. basketball. Yes, uh, Shepherd University, Division mm-hmm. Two school in West Virginia, and uh, I scored a thousand points in two years mm-hmm. there, and then played two years in the community college before then, mm-hmm. and won several team awards. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so at what, at what point did, did you get politically? Uh, 20, uh, 2015, um, uh, Mike Brown, 
Mike Brown incident kind of sparked something in me, and I started listening to more and more political commentary. The likes of Malcolm X, Brother Omar Johnson, Brother Tweet Sheed, Mr. Farrakhan, and uh, others uh, trying to explain, because I wanted to know why these things occurred. I had some sense of politics and uh, racial matters beforehand, but not uh, the command I have of it now. So uh, in the past, I, you know, you kind of look for answers and something sparks you. It's more uh, Chairman Fred Hampton called reactionary politics, where you ignore things uh, for a period of time, and then you have a level of outrage when something occurs. And that's what I had. And, and so I looked for information. And I was able to gather it through certain uh, individuals, and it kind of sparked it action for me, as I, as I learned. Once you get the information, some level of action needs to be taken. And so, you know, that's what I did. Yeah, were your family political? No, nobody in the family was political. Um, my my father uh, serviced the community as a deacon in a church, and so I, I guess you can call that politics, but not again, not ever raging against the machine. Just you know, servicing people in the church and outside the church, and people in Albany. Uh, he, he's beloved in Albany, and so you know, by and large, I'm basically doing the same thing. Uh, as he did, uh, uh, save the uh, machining, <laughs> raging against the machine part. Uh -huh. Now you say you you was born. I'm sorry, I, I missed it. You was born in in Albany, New York. Yes, in, in Albany, New York. Okay. And your parents uh, were they from here, or they, or they migrated? Um, my father migrated from North Carolina. My mother was born here in Albany. Uh, she has roots to Ohio. Um, and so we, 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 by, by and large, have always been here. And, uh, you know, our roots come from North Carolina, South Carolina, Gullah Geechee, Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty much our, uh, our lineage. Uh-huh. And did they ever, you know, uh, educate you about what happened during, down south or in the south? No, you know, interestingly enough, you didn't talk? uh, any, any, anything in regards to, politics and or blackness came from my cousin. My cousin would ask me certain things and tell me certain things that I had not heard from anybody else. Just, uh, for instance, uh, if you understand colorism uh, in the black community and where it came from, uh, I had no idea about it. I did know that I got a lot of grief for being very dark-skinned. I'm about the same complexion as a Wesley Snipes and or Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And so I took a lot of guff for that. I couldn't understand why, but my cousin would kind of explain that to me. She was very fair-skinned and uh, she always would say to me that you're, you know, you're gonna be very, very handsome. I mean, you know, obviously you can say that while, while I was a young boy, but that I would grow into this very likable individual physically. And it was music to my ears because I had not, not heard that before. So that was the little bits and drops of uh, uh, politicism that I had uh, given to me, but it was never from um, my mother, father, or grandparents. It was from my cousin. Now I know you as Brother X right now. Uh, so is, is that your uh, legal name now, or are you just using? Uh, or, or what is your name? My name your is slave uh, name. name is, <laughs> given name, yeah. There you go. Given, yeah, given name is uh, Mark Quinn Jennings. Okay, That's the gotcha. Given name, and, and uh, the political name, as you know, is uh, Mr. X. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you. Uh, I guess you're saying that you read a lot of stuff in terms of the politics while you was trying to find out why these things was happening. Uh, what are some of the 
you know, uh, authors or what are some of the books that you read that you got information uh, the, the keys, the color, uh, the color code or the keys to the colors mm-hmm. uh, by Francis Chris Welsing. Right. Uh, dealing with systematic white supremacy. Right. Uh, the two books issued by a brother, Omar Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, a book about Dr. Khaled Muhammad. Uh, books of Ma- Malcolm X, obviously the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X, uh, Black Nationalism, uh, a book that was uh, issued and publicized in 1967, basically about the nation of Islam. Uh, let me see, There's scores of other books uh, that I've read. I did the, uh, Amos Wilson's uh, book about the psychology of the black child, um, A Nigger by Dick Gregory. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I know uh, what about some books outside of black authors? Uh, you know what? My really, my literature back literature, literary background was basically I, I, I like zombie genre for, for every reason. So I read at least about fifteen to twenty books about the apocalypse. Really, the zombie uh, uh, the zombie stories really you know, coming from Haiti and, and voodoo and the controlling of minds, most especially black minds and so uh, a white man by the name of George Romero took that and made it so that now the they were they became the reanimated dead initially they were just people who had a spell put on them and they were zombified and so they could be easily controlled which is basically the state of black people today but George Romero took it and, and made it about uh, reanimated dead bodies right that would consume the fle- assume the consume the flesh of the living regularly without insatiably without stopping and so uh the books that i read were basically about that that's the only thing that really interested me and i read it uh, i read about 25 different books uh-huh. about them and i was interested in the fact that how would people act in the apocalypse when the world was destroyed as we knew it and that there was an enemy that you could not negotiate with and you could not take the court and you could not argue and or and or fight you had to kill, you had to eliminate, or they would consume you, you know? I find that very intriguing, and so I, I would read different authors, and obviously the, the, the premise would be the same. There was a protagonist, the antagonist, and then the zombie in the middle. So the, 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 the main protagonist, or the main antagonist, was never the zombie. The protagonist was a human, and the antagonist would be another human. I found that very interesting that you had a common enemy between the protagonist and the antagonist but they couldn't get beyond the dislike for one another and that they would fight each other with these zombies in between who didn't care what flag you wore, what religion you had or whatever. If you were human and you bled, they were going to consume you. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I found that interesting. And the most, most of the literature that I read were, you know, based upon that dynamic. Mm, interesting.